Today is Thursday, February 4th, 2021. On this day in 1974, a bomb exploded on a bus chartered by the British Armed Forces as it traveled down the M62 motorway. Nine soldiers and three civilians were killed in the blast. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the bombing of a bus which was shuttling off-duty servicemen and their families between Manchester and the Catterick Army Base. The attack is believed to have been carried out by the Provisional Irish Republican Army, or Provisional IRA. Let's go back to the county of West Yorkshire, England, just after midnight on February 4th, 1974. In the cold darkness of night, a packed bus rattled along the M62 motorway, a long stretch of road connecting the major cities of Northern England. As a heavy fog formed outside, most passengers dozed off in their seats. 17-year-old Tommy Judge was particularly tired. In fact, the young soldier had tried to snag the coveted back row for himself and sleep through the entire ride. Unfortunately, 23-year-old Corporal Clifford Houghton and his family had beaten him to the punch. But Clifford's sons, five-year-old Lee and two-year-old Robert, were doing anything but sleeping. They quickly grew restless on the long drive, alternating between bouts of sudden laughter and tears. Tommy Judge fared no better. Forced to take a regular seat in the middle of the coach, he struggled to find a comfortable position to get a good night's rest. Shortly after midnight, he stirred awake as a radio announcer reported the nightly news. Then, around 12.20 a.m., a sudden blast rocked the back of the bus. Chaos erupted as the coach launched forward, the windows shattered and passengers were thrown from their seats. When the bus finally came to a stop, Tommy turned around to see what had happened. To his horror, the entire back of the vehicle was gone, including the Houghtons. Coming up, we'll cover the aftermath of the M62 bombing and its connection to the provisional Irish Republican Army. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. They say there's someone for everyone, a soul to share your secrets with, a companion to grow old with, a conspirator to commit crimes with. Starting this February on Spotify, learn about the lethal and legendary lovers who fought the law in the ParCast Limited series, Criminal Couples. If you've ever referred to your best friend or beloved as your partner in crime, this exclusive series is for you. Beginning February 1st, join me for a collection of unlawful love stories from shows across the ParCast network. Discover the extreme beliefs of cult leaders Tony and Susan Alamo, enter Fred and Rose West's real-life house of horrors, and experience the madness and motives of the San Francisco witch killers. 
fall for the most famous and feared pairs in history in the Spotify original from Parcast, Criminal Couples. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify. Now, back to the story. On February 4, 1974, a bus carrying British Armed Forces personnel and their families exploded along the M62 motorway in northern England. Out of a reported 56 passengers on board, 12 people were killed and dozens more were wounded. Investigators soon determined that a 50-pound bomb had been placed in the bottom luggage locker of the coach hours before. Authorities immediately suspected the paramilitary group known as the Provisional IRA was behind the attack. The Provisional IRA sought to end British rule in Northern Ireland. To sever all ties with the United Kingdom, the group had detonated bombs all over Britain. After a brief investigation in the early morning hours of February 14th, law enforcement apprehended 25-year-old Judith Ward in Liverpool. She was a known provisional IRA sympathizer who had also been a former soldier in the Women's Royal Army Corps. This not only gave her a motive, it meant that she likely knew intimate details about the British Armed Forces, including when and where the shuttle bus picked up its passengers. Police believed Judith had helped place the bomb in the coach and were determined to get a confession. They disoriented Judith and deprived her of sleep until she broke down days later. She not only admitted to being behind the M62 bombing, but also claimed to be involved in two other deadly attacks. To bolster their case, authorities obtained forensic evidence that proved Judith had handled explosives. Following her arrest, they discovered trace amounts of nitroglycerin on her hands and belongings. To the Crown, it was an open and shut case. However, during her trial in October of 1974, Judith backtracked and denied having anything to do with the bombings at all. While on the stand, she tearfully admitted to making a false confession and said, I made the statements because I was exhausted. I did not know what to say. I was afraid. To make matters worse, in the months leading up to her trial, Judith had attempted to take her own life on two separate occasions. She was soon diagnosed with a personality disorder. While it's unclear exactly what condition she had, Judith was known to tell tall tales and embellish the truth. Back in February, she'd provided police with a confession, but since then, she'd given additional information that contradicted her sworn statement. Unfortunately, as her personality disorder worsened during the trial, Judith was unable to provide reliable testimony to establish her innocence. On November 4, 1974, she was found guilty of murder. She received 12 concurrent life sentences, as well as an additional 30 years in prison. While the Crown was ecstatic to have an alleged terrorist behind bars, the provisional IRA publicly maintained that Judith Ward was innocent. They claimed she wasn't even a member of their organization. However, at that point, no one seemed to care. 
The authorities had found someone to take the fall for the attack, and the case was closed. Until 1991, when a campaign to exonerate Judith gained steam, thanks to the tireless efforts of determined activists, journalists, and lawyers, she was able to appeal her conviction. In April of 1992, her legal team revealed that the forensic scientists working on her 1974 case had withheld critical information from the defense team. While the scientists had indeed found trace amounts of nitroglycerin on Judith's hands and belongings, they conveniently forgot to mention that the chemical wasn't exclusively used to make bombs. It was also found in plenty of everyday household items. The fact that Judith tested positive for nitroglycerin in no way meant that she had handled explosives. The lawyers also brought to light evidence that was concealed by the lead investigators in her initial trial. On May 11, 1992, the Crown finally conceded the appeal and 43-year-old Judith Ward was released on bail as a free woman. Remarkably, Judith didn't let her 18 years of wrongful imprisonment be the end of her story. After her release, she wrote about her harrowing experience and became a passionate prisoner's rights activist. Unfortunately, the true identities of those responsible for the M62 bombing remain unknown to this day. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Michael Motion, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Jane O, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Anya Bayerly. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the new ParCast limited series, Criminal Couples. From apocalyptic cult leaders to bank-robbing bandits to married mafiosos, these couples give new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify.